Are you a brew head? I'm a brew head. Are you a brew head? I'm a brew head. Y'all a brew heads? Yeah, we brew heads. So pour a glass of craft beer. We can do this. Yeah. What's good, y'all? This is C Certified Brewhead. Welcome to episode 63 of Beer Nation the Podcast. Mate, we're not in San Diego anymore. We're here in Los Angeles, California at Indie Brew Co. What? We have Connor. You're the head brewer? Uh, co-owner. Co-owner. Oh, oh! Oh! And for LA Podcast, we have a special guest host who's going to be, hopefully, in all the podcasts. Tito Hunter from Dope and Dank. Dope and Dank, baby! What up? What up? What up, all my friends up north? <laughs> I, I'm horrible in accents, by the yeah. way. So they, that was an accent? They pretty much talk the same. <laughs> that was racist. <laughs> it, it was, wasn't it? Ah. R- r- racist. I'm yeah. here for racism. Oh, this is Trump's America. You know? hey, be- there's beer in this. Beer. Um, so we're in Indie Brew Co. What area are we in? We're in Boyle Heights, Los oh. Angeles. It's one of like the oldest neighborhoods in Los Angeles. Okay. Yeah. Dope. Super yeah. cool. Uh, I can tell there's a lot of like uh, culture around here. And stuff. Yeah. It's basic. Yeah. Really cool neighborhood, really tight community. Um, we're in the industrial zone right next to the Los Angeles River. Right. Um, that's that, is that what that's called? That like the, uh, thing the aqueduct. The aqueduct. Yes, okay. yeah. Right. Technically it's a river. Well, technically it's a aqua river. It's a dry it's a, river. Yeah. It's a, I just dropped the seed, you guys. Ooh. <laughs> and we and hate dry river. They're across the street. All sorts of fights with them. <laughs> hey! I love it. Beef. Hey, Naga. But, but, by the way, you guys. Uh, oh, yeah. Cheers. Oh, yeah. Cheers, guys. Thank cheers. you for, uh, for hanging out. Today. Thanks for coming. Hey, the pleasure is mine. Indian so, by far is one of my favorite breweries. Yes, um, I, I mean, you're talking about some kids that just uh, literally are scrappers. Um, I mean, you watch them go from one fermenter to two fermenters to three fermenters, and they put everything that they make right back into the brewery and into this wonderful product that we have oh, here. Yeah. So, huge fan, but oh, thank uh, you. Yeah, I'll, 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 I'll let you talk about yourself. Question, <laughs> question right now. And you should be. Yeah, so, yeah. What, are we, what are we drinking right now? I know, what do you, what do you guys got the same thing? So, we've got, uh, you and I both have found that juicy double. This is a, this beer that we just released on Tuesday. Yeah, two days so, ago. So, two days ago, but when you see this, it'll be like, Six weeks ago, <laughs> so we'll be on to our next one. Uh, yeah, but it's very nice. It's a uh, New England double IPA. Oh, juicy! It's so juicy. It's like haze craze hashtag. You see what they did there? Found that juicy double. See what they did? Hip hop. Yeah, about it. What was the second? It was the style. This is the the second beer in this uh, juicy double series. The first one was find that juicy double. Uh, and then we use a different hop profile for the spirit. Right, same yeah. malt bill. And same malt bill, but different hops. That's sick. Yeah, this is fantastic. Thank you. Yeah, and then uh, Tio's got the IPA Del Rey. That's our flagship uh, West Coast IPA. Uh, nice. Citra Equinox, like tangerine, nectarine, juicy fruit notes. It's Six hop five. forward, but it's still got like this really nice depth to it. And it's, uh finishes really dry, so you don't get that stickiness in your mouth that a lot of West Coast can leave. Yeah, well, here's one of the things that I love about the Del Rey is I could go to my bottle shop and find Del Rey pretty much any time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and I think that's dope. Um, the fact is that they're putting out cans that everybody's now starting to understand yeah. are pro- is probably one of the best beers in the country, but you can also find it in the store. Yeah, yeah. so we do that intentionally. Uh, we think beer should be for everybody, and we're not really into the like exclusivity of can releases or anything like that. So even with our uh, special release IPAs, Del Rey is always available. It's Whole Foods, Total Wine, BevMo. Wherever, and then our you're like the Bernie release. Sanders of beer is what you're saying. Just beer for everyone, beer for the people. For the people. Yeah. Well, that's that's Eagle Rock's thing, so I can't say that. Uh, <laughs> that's their tagline. What up, homies? Yeah. What's up, Eagle Rock? What up, fam? Love you guys. Uh, sorry, I stole your line. Uh, real quick, 
Um, but then, so our special release IPAs, um, we try to like announce at times that are kind of off so that people don't necessarily see it so that sure we're going to sell it in like a few days, but we're not three hours and out, uh, and you're shit out of luck. You can't get access to it. So we want people to have access to it. We also do super limited distro on it so that our homie accounts can get a shot at it as well. So. Yo, if you don't mind me hijacking it for a moment as let me ask you a few things about this city that I think are pretty significant. Yep. Um, because this is uh, a predominantly Mexican neighborhood, uh, Boyle Heights. Yep. Boyle Heights. Yep. And um, one thing I will always tip my hat to the people of Boyle Heights because they fight for their community nonstop. Yeah, to the nail. And, and in my opinion, Indy was one of the first breweries in the region to really, I think, make a bridge and and, and really uh, do their best to, to reach out to the community. Can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, we made um, a really concerted effort from the get-go to make sure that we were a part of the community. We got to know uh, the community members and we're doing a lot of community outreach, whether it's uh, festivals at Mariachi Plaza or um, uh, Puente Learning Center or wh- wherever it may be. Like, We want to make sure that the community knows that this space is for them as well. Uh, it's always here for them, uh, and that we're, you know, making like all effort we can to, you know, be a part of the community, yeah. not uh, distracted from the community. Which I mean, well, even the artwork. I mean, the artwork was yeah. done by a local artist, right? Uh, the artwork out here. Yeah, uh, yeah he was a East Side, uh, East LA uh, dude that we found. So Word. yeah, that's dope. So. See, yeah. community, again, community yeah. brewery, right? And like all, most of our food vendors, uh, the dogs are going to make their way over eventually, but... Uh, <laughs> the brewery dogs, uh, the brewery yeah. pets. Uh, but even like a lot of our vendors, they're all local, Boyle Heights, East LA. Um, a lot of startups, people that are just trying to get under, uh, get going for the very first time. Uh, we really want to support them as much as we can as well. It's amazing, man. Yeah. I just actually noticed you got the independent uh, craft brewery. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So what was the decision, like, was that like just do it or how does that control the Canadians I guess like, yeah seen it and, like it's like a bit of a debate whether it's there's some value in that or not like, right how do you guys feel about that like this yeah I think there's a ton of value in it um there's a big fight right now well it's always been a fight between big beer and craft beer yeah. uh but it's way more vocal now the craft brewers have kind of like we've kind of like back yeah pulled up our pants a little bit and like all right uh, look at this logo yeah uh, so for us it was kind of a no-brainer this one we'll have it on the next we'll run okay. we had to change the artwork and whatever but um, yeah so for us it was like it was a no-brainer uh, we're independent beer we're indie brewing company you know we've kind of set ourselves mm. up to always be independent which is great <laughs> <laughs> yeah we don't have a choice uh, yeah. an indie brewing company sales it's like, yeah it's what? like whoa no yeah like Everybody's head explodes. Yeah. Like, <laughs> take your billion dollars. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that's like the big episode. Yeah, um, yeah. So to us, it was really important. Uh, it helps distinguish uh, real craft beer from corporate crafty beer. Uh, so oh, folk. Craft. I like yeah. that. Corporate, corporate yeah. crafty beer. Corporate that's almost a queen. Corporate, 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 corporate crafty. Corp, corp, yeah. corp. I can't even say it twice at once. Corp, yeah, corp, corp, crafty beer. Corp, corp. Yeah, it's like a on the ones and twos over here. You need a DJ now. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, so I bring one in. What up, C4 in the building, baby? What? Uh, okay, so it was a, it was an active choice. It wasn't like you just you remember and they just go here, guys. Like, yeah, yeah. You have, to, you have to meet some criteria and stuff. Right. Yeah, you have to be independent. You have to meet the Brewers Association's uh, definition of independent, um, which I think is seventy five percent owned by the brewery. Whatever we meet it, like yeah, we're 100 percent yeah, we're 100 independent. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it made sense. The reason it's on our special releases because we had to redesign the cans. 
um, or we these are brand new can labels, so right. we were able to do it. And then with the Del Rey, just we have it taken care of now, but it's like gonna get time and stuff. stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Hey, let me ask you this, um, Mr. C. Yes, that, that could actually be a, like an AKA rap name right there, Mr. Mr. C. C. Isn't there? There's a DJ, Mr. C. Isn't there? There used to be a Mr. C up north, uh, RBL Posse. Yes, I know about you up north, <laughs> RBL Posse. Don't give me no banner a week. <laughs> Dig into your hip hop crates, people. RBL Posse. At any rate, no, um, yeah, and I get so much shit. Uh, they're brewers that say they're going to make a beer called At Any Rate because I say it so much. <laughs> so every time I say it now, I think he's got a face on it. Um, at any rate, I know a guy you could collab with. <laughs> yeah, Dope and Um West Coast. The, what, I haven't had that much experience with Canadian beer yeah, outside right. of the few that I've done a review on for beer and other shit. Yes, sir. Um, like, what are you seeing as the biggest, like, different, differentiator between the beer that we're having mm-hmm. here in California versus what you're tasting in Canada? Great question. They were, they were really behind for a while, like, just like with any kind, like, the States generally leads most things. Mm-hmm. So, you guys are like, you know, we don't even have, like, the Amazon Echo, what's it called, the Echo, or that Google Home thing, like, uh, the Alexa okay. thing, we don't yeah. have any of that stuff. Yo, so I don't know that, that stuff. Yeah, I don't either, yeah. <laughs> well, we can't even get it. Like, yeah. it oh, really? It's kind of weird, but, yeah. like, I don't know, we're, we do tech stuff, so I'm like, that's sick. Yeah. It. We can't get it. You guys get everything first, so... The Canadian guys, we started traveling for beer a lot, and um, not everyone does that. So yeah. we're like in Montreal, is like an hour and a half from Burlington, Vermont. It's incredible out there. Right. So going there and seeing this stuff, like I, me and my, my co-host Scott were obsessed with this shit. What up, dude? What up, Scotty? Scott. Um, it, we were obsessed with the haze stuff because it was more uh, like a lack of availability at first. Yeah. Right? And then the Canadian brew, like the stuff I brought for Tia from Bell, was like they're like leading the way, in my opinion, in Canada, at least in that nice. eastern part. So they're starting to do that a little bit. Um, yeah. You guys, are, of course, can rent the like the West Coast IPAs and stuff, which was huge out there. Right. So I'm seeing them catch up. Um, everything's just a little bit more advanced as far as like the way the scene is, the, the volume of breweries. I mean, right. you have people as well. The population of California alone, I think, is more than the entire of Canada. Okay. So I mean, if yeah. you really look at it in perspective, like you guys are just uh, like. Yeah, it's definitely much more forward, and you know, like a lot of places other than Montreal, and you can't, the vast majority, you can't buy takeout beers at the brewery. Like, I think there's like laws around that. Right, right, right. So it's, it's super difficult. So for, for me coming here, and we're just in San Diego, and yeah. now out here, everything I've had so far, literally like two nights ago, was like, arrived, dropped the bag, and went straight to me, T.O. and uh, yeah. the craft, what's it called, sorry? Craft Beer Cellar of Craft Beer Cellar. The homie Carissa. The homie Carissa and freaking Gabe, which carries indie brewing. Um, yeah, so great spot. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we, yeah, we blew his mind. Yeah, we we were cracking bottles and cans. Yeah, as soon as we walked in, like, nice. like stuff that people. I got people in uh, in Canada asking me for certain things, and like I what that I really had to get. And walked in there, and he was lacing you with them. Yeah, including you this. had your first party the other day, right? First party in nice. uh, in San Diego. It was great. Yeah, I, you know, it's not this is my thing, mm-hmm. but it, I was I was very impressed. Yeah, and we did like a side by side against Hetty and um, uh, Two Hearted. Uh, okay, and uh, definitely thought finding the best. The hey, something's wrong with oh, the conversation, but something's wrong with Haiti right now. It's like it tastes like shit. Oh, weird aftertaste. Yeah. All the beers have these real strange things, so I hope they fix it. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm totally impressed. This California beer scene has been amazing, and this is our first podcast in LA, and I've only been here like 36 hours, so I'm still yeah. figuring the place out. Yeah, and the traffic situation. Yeah. Well, well, one of the things too, all the time. Just, yeah. <laughs> and one of the things too that I love about California beer is it tastes like California. It's right. bright. 
it's hoppy. Yeah. Um, you know, it's effervescent. Oh my God! I mean, it's it's. Uh, this is like a fruit bomb. This is incredible. Yeah. It's it's it, and that's you know clearly an attribute of the hops. Yeah. You know, and the hops that are available to us. I mean, right. we are really fortunate to have the ingredients that we have available to us in abundance right. on this coast. Um, but before we get too much down the juice bomb conversation, yes. um, I wanted, you know, because you guys are what, two years old now? Uh, we're coming up on two years in like December or January-ish. Okay, yep. so, so to that point, I'm um, hoping you can give us a little perspective on what it means to be a newer brewer. Um, like I mentioned earlier, yep. you know, every, every time I came in, I saw a new fermenter coming, yeah. get, getting put on its feet. Um, talk about that process, like at a time where everybody is saying, mm-hmm. That there are way too many breweries. Craft beer is dying. Whatever. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's been really, it's been really fun because, you know, we started this brewery about as cheap as we possibly could, and then dude, they were serving out of a kegerator. Dude. Yeah, we had our very first, the very first day we opened, we That's had amazing. two folding tables, we had kegerators, we had a jockey box set up, like wow. literally, we just like bare minimum to get this place open. Plus we had like some delays and whatever. So like by the time we opened, we were just like, oh my god, like people are here. Um, okay, and so, straight away? What's that? They came? Uh, I mean, people, some, like, a couple people. I came <laughs> yeah, a couple yeah, of times. Came. Uh, you know, at least, like, one or two other people. Okay. But that was, least, about, that was about it. <laughs> some of those, like, first weeks, and then we were still pulling event permits every week to open. Right, right. Uh, and then we finally got our full permitting in January, and that's when we went uh, right. more days a week. Uh, this year. This year. Yeah. So it took us uh, about a year and a half to get the licensing Dang. just to, to open the tap properly. room properly. Jeez. Yeah. Um, so then once that started, we had all of these projects on our list that we like, we knew we needed to get to and we wanted to get to, and we found ourselves in a spot where we couldn't brew beer fast enough to supply our tap room and distribution. That's so exciting. that's when we started adding a couple tanks, uh, added some cold storage. Uh, we originally had a reefer, which is the refrigerated trucking units. Of course, oh, reefer. reefer. Yeah. So think about craft uh, brewers uh, and the marijuana industry. Yes, many terms overlap. Overlap. Well, you're one to talk to open day. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, piney, skunky, resiny, piney, grassy. Yeah. Just no, saying. It's a whole thing. So you're talking about the reefer? Sorry. Right. Oh yes. Um, and then I forgot what I was saying. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, the weed. Uh, so the we had the reaver. We pulled that out. We got some proper cold storage. Uh, yeah. So we like we're constantly like we like that too. Like every time you come into our tap room, you may find something new. You know, like something that's probably changed. Uh, it's a constant evolution uh, as we we try to dial it in as we can, yeah. and then make it more intimate and make it more a part of the brewery, uh, so that when you walk in, you know you're in a brewery and you can feel like you're really a part of. Dude, they, they had an old school Nintendo. You still we still have it. Yeah, they, they have like Nintendo One. We got Nintendo, Super Nintendo. Nintendo. We got Sega. What? Yeah. What? Play video games. Yeah. What do you need? Yeah, yeah. in your yeah. living room yeah. when you had indie. Yeah. You had shuffleboard, board games, cornhole. Corn what? Cornhole. Cornhole. Corn I love cornhole. Yeah, you just put it right in a hole. Just put it right, right in. Usually, right in. It usually comes cool. Well, yeah. What are we talking about now? Going out or going in? Going in, always. Okay. Always going in the cornhole. Okay, right, right. Always. I love the cornhole. Always going Right around the edge. Okay, sorry. Um, what's the thing? Oh, hold on. Cornhole. I know. What are you calling that? Cornhole. Because there's a hole and the bags are full of corn. Oh. I was, okay. 
It right. still sounds fucked up. I'm sorry. It's, it's, yeah, it yeah. is. It is. And, and, and brother, and, and brother, I see, dude. Let's uh, let's go play some cornhole. Dog. <laughs> I'm right. You want to do it now? You want to go? Yeah, let's go play some cornhole. You gotta look people in the eye and don't break jokes. Yo, yo. See, so, I need to play some cornhole. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right, all right, good. You got to take a minute. Yeah, you, you guys can take a minute. Did it make you long? No, no, I was totally comfortable. I felt a little left out. By the way, Connor's name, he has one of the coolest names in brewing. That's pretty nice. Connor Forbes. Dude, if you need like, do, you know, do you know my full name? Oh shit. Oh, break in the middle name. James Connor Forbes. Fuck oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. How are you going to that? You're going to need like some, uh, some like, some copy to come across. James Connor Forbes. One man. One man. On a mission. In a brewery. To drink all of the beer. Ever. Ever. 10,000 years he will travel <laughs> and taste all of the world's beer. He's got like exploded volcanoes. Yeah, like like yeah, helicopter. Yeah, dropped like Just skydiving. And then ripped a tent. Yeah. Maybe not. Throwing kegs at freaking like <laughs> yeah. evil freaking yeah. grandma bitches. Shut getting an eight point two percent hazy IPA. Recruiting. Freaking Canadians yeah, freaking yeah. falling from the sky. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's how the like Canadians sound when they go to war, right? Tiff, yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm alright. <laughs> she's like, yeah. she's like, I, I'm not even. She's like, <laughs> she's like, I'm not getting tired of the shit already. Um, what do we got? Another forty five minutes. About <laughs> go. Um, what's your, what's your? Just story? getting started. Like, how did this? Okay, no one's gonna be ridiculous. This is a much ridiculous podcast like Emma already. Uh, <laughs> I'm pretty impressed. It's good. Yeah, good. Um, all right, let's keep going. How, how did you get into brewing? How did this place get started? So like, it's yeah. been two years up in here, and you're seeing the growth. Like, how did yeah. the before start? Uh, so uh, yeah, I was a senior in college in uh, 2008. I graduated in 2009. Uh, I knew that I wanted to be an entrepreneur. Whoa, 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 whoa! You started college in 2008, and then I graduated in 2009. Yeah, it was really quick. No, my senior year, um, I was like hanging out with my homies and I was drinking a beer and I was like, maybe I should start a brewery and all my friends are drunk assholes. And like, yeah, do it, just totally do it. And I was like, all right, I'll, I'll start doing it. So I started homebrewing in my uh, college apartment. Um, I graduated in 2009, there were no jobs to speak of in the job market, which was dope because I always wanted to be a ski bum. So uh, I got a job working at a brew pub in Park City, Utah, and I also was a lift operator. Black um, people problems. Yeah, yeah, it's hard, dude. <laughs> yeah, you know, so I needed a job, so I moved to Utah. Got a job at Ski Lodge and made beer in my apartment. I was on the lips. I was on the lips. Every once in a while, bagged the snow bunny in. You know, you know, life was hard. Yeah, dude, it was hard. <laughs> Sucks, dude. I'm sorry. I'm projecting. <laughs> yeah. Proceed. My bad, bro. So, the, stuff. the ski lot. <laughs> okay, yeah. Exactly. We're going to do a big old man chest on chest hug in a minute. Ahead, yeah, so I was a ski bum. Uh, okay. And I was working, I was waiting tables at a brew pub. Uh, that's actually where I met James, right. who's our uh, head brewer. Uh, we started home brewing together every week for two years. Um, uh, like 10 gallon batches, splitting them, different yeast, different dry hops, different adjuncts, whatever. We were just like dialing in what we like to drink. Nice. So for two years we did that. Uh, 2011, I moved back to LA. Born and raised here, um, and what up, LA? Love you. <laughs> um, so we, uh, I moved back. You we know, like 
into my mom's house for a couple years. And Fuck yeah, man. Met Kevin, uh, who's one of my partners. Power uh, to my Morgan. Um, Kevin was a finance lawyer. Uh, Morgan was a marketing dude. I was working in geology when I came back home, and we what? all were like, right. "Yeah, we all like had the same passion. We were oh, all homebrewers, so we started writing the business plan." Um, James, meanwhile, went to work for Uinta in Salt Lake City. Oh, yeah, so he was brewing on a hundred barrel system. Okay. So like, it's big, and big. He was, what do you? What's your capacity? In? We're a ten barrel system, ninety barrels of fermentation. So it's small, you know. Like, but you guys crank, dude. Yeah, our tanks are always full. Uh, Hopefully we'll do about 1,500 barrels this year. So it's very small, mm. uh, a lot of room to grow. Uh, so yeah, once we all, like Kevin, Morgan and I hooked up, James already knew it was like down to be the brewer. So right. we started getting everything together, location, equipment, and yada, yada, yada. Good and that's what brought us here, yeah. Question for you, man. Yes. When did you realize that you could make beer? But like, like, how was that? Did, did you, was it family? Was it friends? Was it, you just literally said, I'm going to make beer. I, mean, I said, I'm going to make beer. And then I looked for a home brew kit. Yeah. And then I made some really absolutely terrible batches until I met James. And then that's when everything got good. Yeah. Were you doing this stuff? This is coming back to you earlier, thinking about California beer. Were you making like this hazy stuff back mm-hmm. then? Because it wasn't a thing. It was no, like, yeah. Years. Our IPA oh, Del Rey has always been, unfil- like all of our beers are unfiltered. We don't have a filter or something. We don't need one. I mean, like, we do a Kolsch that's completely clear, see through, right. just through cold crashing and finding. Uh, so everything's been unfiltered. Del Rey's always been on the unfiltered side, but it was never like we weren't doing New England style, like full on haze right. craze uh, beers until we released Worth the Squeeze in, I think that was February? Okay. February 2nd. That year. was a peach. Yeah. Oh. That was Worth the Squeeze. Yeah, we just re released it last month too. It's, the, it's like the orange, it's like tang, orange juice kind of stuff. Yeah, Bangers. it's really good. Banger. So good. Banger. Uh, Banger. So that was the first time, like, ERs, baby. We do ERs in California. I know, y'all. Banger. Banger. Pronounce the R's. R-I-E-R. Not R, but er. 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 Water. Water. Beer. Beer. That's a hard one. Yeah, so it's funny. Styles of beer. I will be the person that gets us back on track. I will take you off the track. Okay, and you're right back. back. Good, because like once I'm off the track, I'm like whatever. Right. Like, yeah. Connor, you got it. Connor, 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 let me. I got Honestly, you. This is Always. This is our moment. Yeah. Yeah. I take it, guys. Do it, please. I got you. After this, cornhole. <laughs> but just you and me, cornhole, or just kind of comes here. That's the intro, yeah. Okay. You and me and them. And them. And cornhole. All of you. All of you. Yeah. This is fun. I get to sit and watch a lot. This is way more fun. I know. I like to watch it right now. <laughs> um, so coming back, you're talking about community. So like, bro, I just want to really quickly touch because I, I don't. People haven't. We've had an Instagram relationship for some time now. Oh shit. And uh, we've talked about you many times on different videos and stuff like that. But this is our first time actually connecting. So yes. what you do is very much community based. Like you're primarily an events. Uh, companies yep. about to expand and stuff. So can you speak to like what you you do and then how that works in with like we know like we're here because of your connect. You actually posted mm-hmm. a uh, Instagram story of you doing like a, a hip hop like a hip hop karaoke or something. Or oh, actually, yeah. you recorded that. Too. I, yeah, yeah, that was awesome. Like, yeah. You were, yeah, I was like, hey, that's my dude. Like, yeah, I'm going to be in LA doing a link up, and you were like, hell yeah, yeah. Like, you were the first one we teed up, but it was through that. Yeah, so I felt like that connection was yeah. really cool, and that you guys on top of that. You've got hip hop inspired artwork and titles of beers, which yeah. we don't really see in Canada. So, can you guys speak to like the community side, how hip hop is involved? I know it's sort of a large question. Yeah. Hip hop's involved in how like 
you guys connected and, and all of that. Like, it's fascinating. Well, uh, Dope and Dank is a bridge for diversity, dope culture, and craft beer. Um, I, trust me, having said this so many times, yes, I had to figure out with, 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 with more, you know, like more concise Give me that elevator pitch. Yes. Yeah, that <laughs> Essentially, it came down to, um, I got tired of people, um, you know, my people, people of color, rocking the dopest kicks, rocking the dopest, flyest streetwear, uh, you know, paying for the top dollar bottle service, but then still drinking the shit beer. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, after just being obsessed with one crappier culture and how welcoming it was and how kind it was and generous and community centric it was and knowing that black and Mexican people embody those same attributes. I, I, I'm like, why is it different in beer? And the more research that I did, I realized it was a matter of people of color just being primed to drink bullshit beer for generations. You know, they muddle our culture in with horrible products. And I just thought that that was um, a, a cycle that needed to be broken. You know, uh, we started with Black People Love Beer. Um, yeah. that, that was a, the first Instagram handle. And I, I created that um, that handle because I wanted it to be polarizing. I wanted, when I walked in the room with this shirt on, I wanted people to go like, oh shit, that's a crazy ass shirt. But then when you look around, you realize what's even crazier is you're in a black community and there are no black people in your brewery, you know, or no brown people in general in your brewery. So um, I think one of the things that we did is we inspired people to actually start having that conversation of why are there no brown people in a brewery that's a neighborhood of brown people. And the more we started having it, we realized that not only were we helping the brewer, the, um, the brewery communities and the brewers guilds to start building this conversation, but Essentially, we were pulling people back to supporting local businesses right. and a, a fantastic fucking product. Amen. You know, so Amen. I, I think I got it all tucked in the no, way. That makes sense. Yeah. So, in order to do that, what? So, you've mainly focused on uh, an events primarily, yep. right? So, you've actually had some events here at NV. Well, we we, we, we have like meetups. Well, you know, I'll project right. everybody. Yo, I'm going to get this can. Come and meet up with Dope and Dank and let's do it. Um, but more or less what we've done in the past is we've, uh, and India's been a huge supporter of Dopamine, for real. Um, we'll do crowd beer events in places where you wouldn't expect. Right. Uh, events um, at places that are culturally significant, like a barbershop or a streetwear line or, or some place that already has that street cred, if you will, that normally would be muddled in with, with a 40 ounce or some shit and we'll bring some great craft beer, right. you know, and it blows people's mind. You know, it blows their minds when they can actually taste the ingredients of a beer. You know, beer that has been made for thousands of years, now they actually taste why it's it's been on this earth for so long, because it's been a product of the people's palate. You know, and and I think that's what home brewing and community community brewers like uh, my my folks over at Indy uh, do. So cheers to that. Cheers to hell, yeah. Yeah. Get that for you? Yeah, censored. So, so India's actually done, um, they, they've done a, um, a few um, uh, in, uh, activations with me, yep. and uh, they're actually going to be a part of, I can say it now because this will probably yeah, air yeah. afterwards, yeah. but they're going to be the host of the Dope and Dank uh, 
anniversary party, which is a beer crawl that we're going to have going through on the 21st yeah. of yeah, October, going through downtown LA, and we're going to end it with like the dopest freestyle battle that you probably have already seen with me and C4 <laughs> going head to head with some hip hops. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Ready. Uh-oh. Get ready. Uh-oh. We might have to, we might have to tease him. We might have to tease him. I got, I got, I got ammo. Well, he, uh, might, he might need to write that. I know you don't. Uh, I, I definitely need to write. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know one. Dude, after, after like three juicy doubles, I might. Dude, you're gonna be like Nas up in this bitch. <laughs> oh no, hold on, hold on. Let me go Canada. Let me. You're gonna be like chaos up in this bitch. Oh. Oh, that's a. You didn't, that's you right didn't even know. You didn't even freaking know. It's a chaos up. It's a you didn't even know. Um, exactly. Tell you that talking about culture is racism. It's not. I like that. That's that's I agree. Fuck that build no, bridges. Totally talk about where you're from. Talk yes. about what you love. Talk about the good shit you see in people and that you taste in their beer. And let, let's do that for a change. Fuck all this beer racism. Yes. You, I like to say you, racism you, to make you, people you, mad. You know, you know craft beer is like the secret of world peace. I mean, really? yeah, yeah. And that's why I respect what you're doing. Like you bring uh, like we always joke about you look at even the people about the podcast, like you know. Yeah. And it's just who the community is, for the most part. But like you said, why? And that's why I think what you're doing and your traction, the way you're getting, is is unheard of. Because you gonna get that dude? Uh-oh. Uh oh. Yeah, you guys hit end on it. James Connor Forbes. I probably uh, want a free cruise. <laughs> <laughs> or you gotta pay them bills. Uh oh, yeah. Probably the latter. Whatever. It's probably bills. Yeah, it's probably bills. Probably phone bills. I mean, the brewery's out there. It's like personal. Oh, we're, 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 hold up, hold up. We, we're going to get to hear who it is. Who is it? Oh, free beer. They want free, free beer. beer. They want free beer? Yeah. <laughs> Hi, I'm yeah. from uh, 501c3. We'd love for you to sponsor a event oh, that we're doing. So, yeah. so with that said, after the shit gets me leaving her, uh, her message, you guys have given, and, and and not that, you know, I need you to project all the things that you've done in terms that you've given, because I think that's another important aspect of craft beer, yeah. is you actually give back to the community that you actually yeah. have a business in. Yeah. So, a ton. And we just donated a bunch of kegs to, like, the YMCA in Royal Heights last weekend for yes. an event, and uh, <laughs> we do a lot of that stuff, like... Uh, I'm just playing. Yeah. I mean, like everybody, people hit us up for free beer every day. So we're like very particular and picky about like what we actually do, and it's it's got to be focused on. It's got to meet a couple criteria. One, does it benefit our community? 
Uh, two, is it within our distribution footprint? Right. <laughs> like, we'll have people in like San Diego being like, "Hey, you want to donate?" Yeah, like, why, why are you donating to my yeah, bro? Yeah. Uh, and how about that being a fight? How about that being a fight? Like, how dare you donate my community? People say that? No, I'm just saying that. I mean, like, how dare that, yeah, how dare you? How dare you donate to my people? Oh, okay. I'm donating to them. <laughs> yeah. I got this. How Everybody's about that? Yeah. Yeah. I know. I want to give. Donation wars. <laughs> no, but, but but here's another thing, and, and you know, the it's almost like the blessing and the curse. Uh, yeah. The majority of the people that I know in craft beer do not talk about uh, their philanthropy, you know, and, and their and what they do in their communities because they're modest right. and they're humble, um, but they do. And I don't mind talking about it because I'm not the brewery. <laughs> I just advocate for you to drink the beer so they can keep giving and making good fucking beer. So. Amen. No, that's really cool, man. Yeah. Um, to come, that's actually a good segue. So, can you speak to the LA scene as far as the the breweries here and sort of how yeah. how it all sort of worked together? How you guys both like both of you? How have you seen it grow? Oh, it's um, amazing. Time. Yeah, it's, it's incredible. Like really popular right now. So, when I graduated college in 2009, there was no breweries in Los Angeles. Except mm. for Craftsman in yeah. Pasadena. Okay. Uh, he was the only one. And then I graduated, I moved home, and I met the dudes from Eagle Rock. And they opened in December of 2009. So okay. then there was two. And then it wasn't until 2011, there was six. And now there's 67. Mm. So it's just been this explosion. Explosion, which is phenomenal. There's so much good craft beer in Los Angeles now. Um, such a cool community. Specifically, what we do with uh, downtown LA brewers, uh, mm-hmm. Breweries United. Um, <laughs> what you to say it like that? Because like I already stumbled on it. Dude, so. Your names is James Connor Ford. You better right. say that shit it's like, like it's the Justice League. <laughs> Warner Brothers, y'all better not sue me for saying yeah. that shit. Yeah, we can edit that out. Downtown there. Brewers United. <laughs> and Tio said, <laughs> "It'll just be covered over." Uh, yeah, so it's really dope because we we do a bunch of events together. Uh, we organize a shuttle that a free shuttle that goes between all of our tap rooms. Uh, we do all that. The time uh, no, we were doing it quarterly. Now we're just going to do it for LA Beer Week, uh, mm-hmm. and then we also do biannually, uh, seventy-two times a year, uh, a beer festival, right. uh, like super small, just the seven breweries that are down here right. uh, in a small little lot across from Angel City Brewing. So, okay. so we do a lot of really cool in the triangle. In the yeah, in the triangle lot. There it is. Yeah. Which I always get confused with Iron Triangle because that's also a downtown brewery. Right. So it's like, yeah, it's the Iron Triangle nice. lot, or is it, it's, no, it's the Triangle lot across from, you know, so it gets confusing. Semantics. Yeah, semantics. Yeah. Okay, that's sick. So, like, you, how has that sort of benefited what you both do? Like, do you see, I guess, the growth is kind of like, is it be a, it seems the same thing, like, you yeah. know, totally cool with Dry River across the street mm-hmm. and, um, you know, everyone share. Is it like that here as well? It's very, like, sharing with the, Yeah, like, if we, if we need, a bag of grain, you know, like okay. we're out of it, like, we can ask somebody and they'll hook us up and we'll return, like, get the bag back to them when we have it, or if they need something else, we'll trade them, or nice. uh, if we need manpower to help get a tank up or something, like, the community is always there to, you know, help out with that, so. Shout out to John Carpenter, what up, homie? <laughs> yeah. Uh, John Carpenter is, like, the master tank he, he, man. He's, like, the yeah. master hobbit of craft beer. Yeah, he is. Hobbit? Why Dude, hobbit? because he's this little, very amazing specific important piece of LA craft beer yeah, what up dude yeah, um, you know but but I think and if I could chime in on that there's also a very healthy competition as well okay. I mean like these, these cats are swinging for the fences uh, not only in LA 
but these beers are competing for some of the better beers in in the country right now. Um, you know, clearly you have the Monkishes of the world. You know, you have the Beechwoods, the El Segundos. Um, but I'm telling you, like this this Juicy Double is going toe to toe with a few beers oh, yeah. that got released around the same time. I was saying a blind test in a in a blind taste test, and you were there. I was there. You saw the, uh, a couple of the bartenders actually picked this. Uh, uh, they always do. That's dope. That's awesome. No, yeah, no, yeah, 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 yeah. no, it's it's like it's a health competition too, because it's like because you know there's like a bar, like, there's no, a bar that we want to like straight up. Hit and pass this went toe to toe for monkeys, y'all, straight up. Like, no and everybody knows I love monkeys because they integrate like some of the dopest lyrics in all of hip hop. Um, but again, we're talking about beer, and you know we're gonna tell the truth no matter what. You that's don't have to say shit. <laughs> I can say it. I can't say anything. Um, I love no, no, it, 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 but but that's what makes yeah. you aspire. I think, and they, yeah. along with everybody else, aspire to do better. Well, it's with like you know, Monk just comes out with their beers. Like we're looking at those, and we're like, let's take it up a notch, or you know, like, and that's healthy for everybody. It's healthy. Um, yeah, uh, I, I don't think they're looking the reverse way, but you know, like at the same time, like we're trying to prove <laughs> they ain't looking at no one. <laughs> they're not looking at no one, but uh, they don't need to. Um, you know, we we're still building our name, we're still getting our name out there, and you know, we know that we're putting out some of the best beers out there, but we still need you know to get them in front of people. And, yeah, you know, uh, and at the same time, like we're extremely like happy for their success and what they've brought to LA beer and like the prestige and the like the cachet and yeah. people know LA beer now because Monkish is one of the hottest like beers in the world I would say you know so it's yeah. uh, it's it's done wonders for everybody in the community and you know like we're extremely thankful that you know they start to push that edge and then we've been able to like us and Highland Park and Mumford and uh, Brewery West yeah. and everybody's coming to like kind of you know uh, try to match that and beat it and keep pushing forward and uh, keep brewing better beers so that you know everything gets better uh, in LA beer because of that. That's sick. you know one of the things, and and not to harp too much on Monkish, but one of the things that they did that I think was trend setting was doing the collaborations with other breweries around the country. Um, one of the things that I love seeing uh, personally is the collaborations in the city. Yes, you know I, I think that that even shows. Yeah that much more respect for one another um, and they just continue to push the, the envelope and evolve uh, not only the beer for Southern California but you know California in general you know, oh, yeah. you know Highland Park Brewery did a collab with like Alvarado and Noble yeah. in Anaheim you know yeah. I mean like to see that happen a California collaboration yeah. and for it to just be amazing is incredible oh, yeah. um, which I'll kind of segue to you because um, I don't know very much about Canadian beer and, um, you know, clearly you are a huge advocate for beer in general. Um, a lot of people that are fans of indie and fans of Dope and Dank are going to want to hear about, you know, what we can expect from Canadian beers, if we can expect uh, anything so that we understand the difference. Preach. Yeah, it's like, it's really cool to hear all that what's going on here because I feel like it's starting to happen up there. So there's one brewery called Bellwoods, which is like... Bellwoods? Bellwoods, that's what I gave you. So like me and my, my co-host got on their dick real hard. Mm -hmm. And it's just because they, they were the first ones to really make this kind of style stuff at an exceptional, consistent level. And they're in Toronto and they're super cool. And they had this festival literally- From the six! But they had this festival uh, two weekends ago called Witchstock. And um, it was- Witch? Witchstock. As in like witches, like on rooms? Yeah, like Witch Shark is what I gave you. It's like a double IPA. 
then they made a milkshake version of that, which they released their fruited uh, milkshake IPAs, like yeah. a series of those. So they had this festival called, um, yeah, Woodstock, and which I believe was from that. And it was unheard of, I believe, in Canada, definitely in Canada, and most likely in the States, sold out in six minutes, like two sessions sold yeah. out. They did, he went around, the, the owner went around and did collapse, like with Evil Twin. Uh, Trillium, too. Trillium, yeah. Yeah. the street show. Yeah. They brought uh, Other Half, Jay Wakefield, Penn Druid, um, and a bunch of other local ones, like Donham and Quebec. It's a creepy fucking well. beer label too, dude. Super creepy. It, 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 that's, that's the logo on, on the yeah. Dude, it's like this logo of like this like human man, but with the head of a shark, and he's like riding shit. Like he'll be on a scooter, and, and the shark is just like, he's like looking. <laughs> you know, so it's, yeah. like, it's, it's creepy. Yeah, dude. Like sharks. I'll tell you something about sharks. sharks. Oh, oh shit! Yeah, yeah. Okay, so <laughs> so sharks. The main reason they're alive is to kill us humans and eat mm. humans. Okay. Yeah. So what, what are we gonna do about it? Uh, stay out of the fucking ocean. All right, all right. We're living in California. Like, what are you supposed to do? The ocean's right there. Like, it's so cool. Well, I'm a valley rat, so it's like I barely ever see the ocean anyway. So, I know you don't know what that means, I but no yeah, I think you know what that means. <laughs> a but valley like, rat. A valley I barely. Rat. What are you talking about? Yeah. I, well, I did not like grow up in the inner city and fucking Compton. I grew up in the foothills, skipping rocks and creeks. Yeah. Okay. And, and looking at deer and raccoon fucking nice. fight in the backyard like Bloods and Crips. But I did have to go through gang violence like to go to school. So I had this wonderful balance of nature and environment, but also the reality of like, yeah, you know, cats is getting popped. That's like the reality of LA, you know, you cross the street and you're in a totally different neighborhood. Yeah, you know, that's that's everywhere, you know, that's not just in the valley or the foothills or down here. I mean like literally So watch out for gang banging sharks as well. Yeah. They'll fuck they'll you up. They'll eat you up. They'll pop you and then they'll eat you. Like. <laughs> I'm here for it. Whatever. I'll find a shot. I'm gonna don't get her. We we'll we'll make good shit. content. It really would be, right? Yeah, like, really good content. Even if I lose, it's worth it. Something I noticed like recently, actually, I'm glad you brought that up, about like the people in the States. So my experience generally in North America, both in Canada and the States, compared to Australia, is that people are, um, they don't hide, but they don't give a fuck. Say at their job, everyone's like, blatantly like does not want to be there everyone's yeah. really rude and blunt it's very like it's a very like Australia has more of a social front where they you don't do that yeah. whereas here people don't give a fuck or say some really confronting things to your face all the time it's very aggressive mm-hmm. and I've noticed we were in New York like a month ago I bumped into some people and they were apologizing to me like it's Canada or something and I was like what is going on here and everyone in LA as well and San Diego has just been fantastic so I don't know if that's like a thing that's like changed recently. One of our theories is that it's Trump's America and people are so tired of hate that everyone's coming back to the mm. other side of yeah. it. Oh. They're like, are like, hey, you know what? Let's just give respect. Let's that. love it. Awesome. Like, what's the yeah. point? And I've never met, I've never had such a great experience in the States. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm so glad we're here for so long this time, mm. like three weeks or whatever. I've been in a lot of the summers. I don't know if you guys have noticed a change or something and if that has anything to tie that into beer at all. But I know I do freaking love the beer spots. Yeah, the beer spots are always cool, but mm. just the general people I've met just been so friendly and cool. And I'm just not that wasn't my experience. Yeah, you know, traditionally. Yeah, I don't know what to tie it to. Uh, to be honest, I just a how we style. like how I try to like go about interacting with people every day in my whole life is like treat you with respect. Come into my brewery, like I'm gonna treat you with respect, like the same as every single other person that comes in here. Like this is this is your home, uh, and we want to build that community that like you're always welcome no matter who you are like what you look like what your political views your religion your skin color whatever like you're everybody's welcome here and like 
I don't know. I was raised that way. Like I was, I was raised to uh, treat people with respect and dignity. And um, well, you were raised by a black family too, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you were raised by a good super white. I mean, like, like yeah, super white bread. For, like, for those who are not looking at this and listening to this pod- podcast, I am very dark and he's very white. Super white. That was a that was a race joke. That was awesome. That was a ratio. I like ratio. I, I, I think um, it goes down to people just um, being able to. Excuse you. Yeah. Um, yeah I think that that comes down to people being able to qualify bullshit faster. Yeah. You know. Uh, yeah. And I know I'm gonna mess this quote up, but I think Maya Angelou said, uh, "We are more alike than we are unalike." Yeah. Something along those lines. And, and I think people are able to find their villages and to talk about where they've come and where they're going and where they are. And I think that allows for people to really kind of identify, like, you know, we don't have to be so pretentious yeah. and we can be honest and authentic and be cool and respectful and have integrity, mm-hmm. which is still polarizing and crazy as shit that we got that dude Trump in office. Yeah. Um, it's rough. It's fucking crazy as hell. But, but it's one of those things that I think woke people out of the idea that we didn't need to address real things that were kind of like the undercurrent that was really continuing yeah. to drag us down from making that one last step to like being a true community, yeah. you know, an authentic community. I think people are starting to identify really quickly now who's about hate and 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 you know the, you know being divisive and people that are about their community and sharing space. Yeah, you know? So you know, I think it's an evolution, right? Yeah. Yeah. Just like in beer, that's just to bring it back. Bring it right on back. Beer that's it. And I guess that's what beer is doing for the communities, right? Yeah. Bringing people. I think it's really cool like what both you guys are doing it's just sick because even having like I don't know I've always been a hip hop dude like we were talking the other night and it's, it's never been a part of beer it's like yeah. for whatever reason but it seems like in LA it's the place where it is where I've seen it the most and you know it is like a place where all communities can come together and it's cool that like you got someone like yourself man who's like proactively you know being the voice of that and the face of that and I've seen the other uh, there's a bunch of other dudes on Instagram as well that we all follow like you know mm-hmm. shouts to Ralph uh, with Code again, bearded black man, bearded homie, um, get healthy homie. Yeah, he's, is he okay? He's good. He's okay. T- taking a taking a little time out, but hey, you know what? We all drink too much, and we all should drink. Too much. <laughs> yeah. That's actually a problem. Yeah, yeah but like, yeah, no, it's really. There's a bunch of people, and I see like you're leading that way by far. Like, we're just doing what y'all are doing. Hey, um, he, my, my partner Benny Ashburn. Shout um, to Benny. Benny, Benny, what up, girl? Up in New yeah. York, making it happen. Um, really, I mean, clearly, I am the passion and the voice. Um, but it does, you know, and I think very, you know, uh, similar to your situation, you got Queen Tiff yeah. making it happen, yeah. editing shit, getting that B-real shit. <laughs> but it takes a team. It, it takes a team. Be, yeah. And, um, you know, I, I can't take all the credit. You know, Fuck. it took for someone to recognize it in me and to recognize the thing that I was just doing all the time. You know, standing in the craft beer aisle for like four hours talking to people about what they should get and what to stay away from and <laughs> what's fresh and what's a shelf turd. Yes. Um, and, and it took Benny to recognize that in me and to go, yo, like, 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 like this, like more people should hear this at once. Right. Yeah. And, and and that's when we really started to kind of develop as a brand and to get dope and dank out there is because once we were standing in, you know, I was sitting in these craft beer lines waiting for cans and I'm the only black dude in the line but yet I'm just you know I'm kicking it in in the line and I'm hearing hip hop you know I'm hearing it playing on the beats pill I'm hearing it playing on the speaker I'm hearing it playing 
yeah, 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 just, you know, everywhere. And I'm like, I'm like, yo, this is bigger. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm like, this is bigger than, than race. This is about a bunch of people that love, you know, something very specific, hip hop, which in some instances, you know, people will argue that it's bigger than religion at this point. Amen. You know, um, that people can find and recognize themselves in a verse, you know, more than they than they will like in a pew at times. Yeah. You know, not to, you know, throw stones at religion, no pun intended. But um you know that's what he's married. I know. <laughs> but um but but this community is, is honest and it's authentic and I love it. Yeah. You know, and I think everybody should at least be aware of it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. Be aware of it. Would you yeah. say that indie takes uh influ- influence or inspiration from hip hop? Uh I mean Personally, I do. I don't know as a, like a larger company. Like, sure, we have to find that and found that Juicy Double, which is Sir Mix a lot. Um, but for me, like, I I have always listened to hip hop growing up in LA. Uh, it's always been a big part of my life. Dr. Dre, Chronic Two Thousand One, like, was a life changing album for me. Um, Doggy style for me. I mean, that, yeah, yeah. The, the, and the OG Chronic. And the OG yeah, Chronic, Chronic, Chronic yeah. stuff. Even Warren G. Yeah, Warren yeah. regular G. My my mom. Two one uh, three. My mom bought a. I must, have been, must have been like seven. MCA DJ Quit. What up, man? Let's do an album. Hey, Dot. Let's do an album, baby. I'm sorry, I get amped up. No worries, I. Let it happen. You do. Let it happen. You do. I love you. I love you. you. Hey, everyone can be themselves. It's okay. Be crazy. My story sucked anyway. I don't want to talk. No, I'm just gonna talk. So I was about like six or seven, and my uh, my mom like got uh, a CD from like Target or whatever, and she came home. She thought it was Kenny G. Was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> but it was Warren G. I like, remember when it well, came your out. Well, your mom was banging Warren G. Your mom was banging Warren G. She thought it was. Well, she thought it was Warren. Your she mom it was Kenny G. G. Your mom. She thought it was Kenny G. So she brought it home. And she's like, hang on. And she's like, listen. And I was like, wow, this is way better than <laughs> Kenny I remember. G. Kenny G sucks. <laughs> she asked Kenny so, G. Look at it. I, I, we do this shit on the Instagram. On the We're gram. Man, no. On the gram. What up, fam? We're butt. But look, look at doing that podcast. You are, you are, you are on the gram. Letting them know. No, we're, we're not. Social we're media. Not that's everything. Yeah, no, that's funny. How many, how many people have done that? None. 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 Zero. I love it. Do you want to sign for sign for the lightning round? Oh shit! We got a lightning round. round? Oh yeah. So How does this work? Uh, do I win anything? I'm gonna ask y'all. We can both answer this. It'd okay. be fun because you haven't done it before. Do we get buzzers? Uh, we need buzzers. We need buzzers. Yeah, uh, lighting around. You can be long. You can make, sometimes we call the molasses around because it should go to 25 minutes. But <laughs> yeah, it's supposed to be quick. Right, First yeah. one, guilty pleasure beer. Something you'd be maybe embarrassed to uh, admit to a fellow uh, craft beer. Uh, PBR. PBR. Hands down. Yeah. Pacifico. It was like, yeah. Pacifico. Yeah. Also, like. Yeah, dude, and I got it out of my boy, uh, Cujo Collins. He, he just had, it was hot. It was fucking hot. We just got to paintballing all day, and I wanted to get a cold beer, and he fucking, it's all he had, yeah. and I enjoyed it. Yeah. And, I, and I punished myself afterwards. I, like, flogged me. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's unhealthy. Yeah. Yeah, you shouldn't take it that seriously. Yeah. Yeah, like, I, I, know, I, I know, I know, I know. It's I like, do. It's life, but. Fuck that. Yeah, self-emulation is not good, though. You can't even with you guys. Fucking killing me. All right, next question. What man. is a beer you would decline under any circumstances? So if you went to a barbecue. Plenty the elder. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I did I, was that too high? No, you know what? No, that's whatever works. You're like, you know what? I've already had it. Oh, man. Oh, a, a beer that you would decline. Decline. I'm sorry. Russian River? Vinny's? Dude. Yeah. We asked the question. I'm sorry. Everybody was like, what? 
Oh, and then he's like, oh shit. This guy is fucked up with that. Trailblazer. I know, Repeat the question, sir. BMU would decline under any circumstances. So, I won't name the brewery, but I'll name the beer. Okay. Smoked and oats. Okay. It was like a 12% bacon or some shit. Yeah, it was like a wrap beer with like smoke and like. I'm not here for molasses. I was like, oh, paper it sounds okay. Yeah. A beer that I would decline under any circumstances. So yeah, like if someone like a certain beers that I would not drink. This is not lightning at all, by the way. Why you said sometimes you say molasses, right? Oh god. Um, and this is kind of the evolution of Tio, by the way. Excuse me, Woodstock. It was actually one of my favorite beers, but now I think it's just like, like. Big gigantic stouts. Yeah, I drink like a brewer. I think now. Yeah, yeah. You know, I like kind of like the yeah, the Kolsch pills, <laughs> IPA. Yeah. Like you know, like like Easy. eight is kind of like my Clean. benchmark. Yeah, and I think most people would probably be shocked. You know, they would think, oh, you know, you know, love stouts. You know. Right. By the way, Stone, yeah. that was my portal jumping down the rabbit hole crab beer. By the way, so oh, that's love cool. you. I didn't yeah. have to. Use them. I, had that I agree with stouts though, like bourbon barrel aged stouts and. Just can't do it. Like, yeah, I'm kind of if it's if it's over like nine percent, usually it's not. It's a lot. In my yeah, it's like I like, I like to drink beer in high volume. Yeah, exactly. So I'm gonna have two really good. Yeah, I'll do it tasty. Yeah, tasty. Yeah, it's four ounces times split it with a bunch of people. Yeah, yeah. And then give me my West Coast IPA. That's what I'm saying. Or I want to give you that juicy double. I'm talking about. You can get both here. Yeah, absolutely can. Another phone call. Lightning rounds. Uh oh. Let's see what their favorite beer is. I know. <laughs> uh, Counterforce. Hey, yeah. What's your guilty pleasure, man? We're during the lighting round right now. Uh, what's a beer that you would never drink? <laughs> is that your voice? No, that's Kevin. Kevin has a wonderful baritone. Yeah, wonderful. I'm Kevin O'Malley. I'm waiting for a juicy one. That was yeah. cool. Yeah. Like, motherfucker, you ain't paid your yeah. child support in three months. You making beer, you making beer, dropping cans, but can't drop no cash? I'm sorry. Lightning uh, round. Dude, that's why I left my cell phone outside, so we didn't have to like deal with that. Yeah, then yeah. you got the office number. <laughs> Already just called yeah, me out. Yeah. yeah. You dropping cans, <laughs> you ain't dropping cash. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, favorite beer style. Yeah, West Coast. West Coast double IPA. All right. Yep. Uh, least favorite beer style. Doesn't mean you don't like it. It just means least favorite. But it could mean you don't like it too. Hawk. Hawk. Yeah. Hawk beers. Oh god. Yeah. That's the number one answer. It always. Yeah. yeah. Is that most people say? No, that? they're just very. I'd say the rock beers and imperial styles. Okay. It's almost like yeah. 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 Sours. I know, I, but but I, I have I have a, a, a follow-up. Follow I, I, I have a mild allergic reaction to sour beers. Oh, okay. My nose sweats. <laughs> Your nose sweats? My fucking nose sweats. That's horrible. So so, I, will you stand next to me and? That's cute. Oh, that's cute. Will you stand next to me in the maybe we can play some corn all afterwards. <laughs> we can play some corn all. Only if you drink the sour that we have. No, no, so, so, but, but there's like a gauge, and, and, and this is actually a good question, like, what, what, is there a gauge of sourness? Yeah. Well, what is that called? The pH scale. Ah. Uh, 
because it's like, like the more sour they are, yeah, the acidity. So what that says, Science. Um, like, yeah. like like dry rivers, like you yeah. know, uh, balanced easy, good. super super balanced. Like yeah. I can do that, but if it's one of those like wow. sours, yeah. my nose immediately yeah. starts sweating. That's a really interesting it's fucking word. Yeah, bring towel. Yeah, but then I'm like doing this all night. That's not sexy. Yeah. I can't, I can't play no cornhole wiping my nose off. <laughs> yeah, dude, kind of I'm a little bit, you know. Like, yeah, jeez, I know, I know it's LA, but Christ, you're a fucking woke stereotype, yeah. man. Jesus Christ. You got Hollywood real fast. We're going to get so much trouble for this freaking podcast. Like, I'm sure we've offended like about five different special groups. <laughs> Cokehead's being one of them. Yeah. <laughs> and Tiff is guilty because she's laughing at like yeah. half the yeah. shit yeah. we're saying. And you are some She's the producer. She's a, uh, she's, it's your fault. Uh, desert Island beer. So this is a beer you would be delivered to you in perfect uh, drinking condition. They won't pick you up and save you, but they're gonna give you that beer. Yeah. They're gonna drink that one beer over and over. Oh, that yeah. Can I be Save super selfish and name one of my own beers? Fuck me. Yeah, Delray. I hate yeah. Delray. I could drink yeah. all day, every day for the rest of my life. All right. All right. Ooh, that's tough, dude. To ask a dude. To, I mean, again, typically like Pliny the Elder is kind of like. Not, you already said you turned that down. Yeah. We 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 like we pulled up. We pulled up. Yeah, but, 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 but the only thing that sucks, the only thing that sucks, y'all, and think about this: like, how much beer are you getting delivered, and are you going to drink it all at once? Does it need to be it's, drunk it's, fresh? It's, Does it's it last? Yes, it's perfectly perfectly stored. Yeah. Exactly give, give, give me give me a case of that. Give me that green box all day. Yeah. Why need the elder? All right. Double IP. Let's go. Can you get it? Is it easy to get here? That's relatively. Yeah. Yep. It's usually it's usually in stock. But uh, but but the second runner up, uh, one up, uh, which is double IPA out of uh, Highland Park. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's it called? One up. One, one up. up. All right. That sounds great. Uh, be a trend prediction. So, <clears throat> excuse me. Right now, the trend is probably sitting at the hazy uh, yeah. IPAs and probably sours. Where do you guys see that trend? Like, maybe what's what's the next big one? It's Pilsners and Kolsch. Yep. Uh, I think dry, dry hop specifically. Yeah, I think uh, brewers beers, yeah. like we were just talking about. I think easy to drink beers. Well, it's not even just brewers beers. That's everybody's beers. Like, yeah. There's a reason that Budweiser, Coors, Miller, like they yeah. are the behemoths they are, is because at the end of the day, people want easy drinking like beer. Yep. Yeah. But, uh, but so uh, more that we can provide I'll give a different that. answer. Uh, Gozes. Gozes. Yeah. You I, think I, it's I, I, really pop. Second. You think it's going to really pop? Yes. I, I think uh, people are start. You know, they're going to want a happy balance between something that might have a little fruit incorporated in, um, that that salty, sweet, and and it's not so sour or tart that, um, I mean, uh, Dry River, who we'll talk to in a bit, they make a beautiful guava goza and and a mango goza. Yeah, we did a collaboration with them, too. Yes, you did. Um, There goes the neighborhood with uh, Sour Sop, Tangerine, and California Sea Sour. Sour Sour Sop? So good. Banger. Sour Sob, yeah. Banger. Yeah, that's, uh, that's kicked. So here's Mongo. No, I got that. I got that on draft right now. Yeah. Wow. Bottle trade that. Sour Sop is like, I feel like, you know what? Like, I swear the other day, didn't we see a beer that had Sour Sop in it? That's really, I need to out what it was like a month ago. Mom yeah. made that crazy drink. Like, yeah. we add the condensed milk and stuff and the spices. It was sex. It's like this, like, crazy, like, yeah, that's fleshy fruit. fruit. Yeah. yeah. Like, and it was so good. And then, I yeah, there was, yeah. I swear it was in something I saw it recently, so now yeah. I reckon that could be a trend. It's a festival yeah. that. that could actually be a thing. Like sour sop beers. Sour sop beers, which is extremely specific, but like just <laughs> weird fruits. Yeah. Yeah. So like Say a, that slowly. Sour sop? Sour sop. No, I said slowly. Sour sop. 
Uh, it's also it's also it's also called guanabana. To make it easier. Do you know what, do you know what I'm talking about? That it's like a spiky green. It looks Sour. like a mango with green spikes. Sour. S O U R. Yeah. I never heard. I'm of it. super wrong with you. I had no idea until we first nectarines. Kumquat tripping this motherfucker. Yeah, you need the whole thing. Do you see how Skin Drop has a Kumquat IPA? California. That's another thing about California, man. Our fruits are so available. Do you have like unique to Cali fruits? Uh, I don't know if like avocados. It's not like unique. Yes. 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 Yeah. Actually, Angel City just got this. Yeah, there's like a whole avocado thing going on. Yeah, but it's like the avocado honey. It's not actually. I would lend itself to. Yeah, there's nothing to break. There's nothing fermentable, really. Conquats, yeah. low quats. Yeah. Is there anything else that's sort of like strange? That uh, strange, but cool, like lychee or something? Lychee? I don't think we've actually grown any lychee here. No? Yeah. yeah. That'd be nice, though. Yeah. yeah that's oh, yeah. good. That's good. Mean, like weird yeah. fruits would be Indian. Dope and yeah. lychee beer. Yeah, we can do like a little uh, lychee yeah. grow house in here. Yeah. yeah. Have like a little like hydro setup. Yeah, yeah. Backpack. Legal grow up. Uh, favorite no up and coming brewery? No weed. We are completely mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. another place. Oh. It's a different podcast. Whole other podcast. Favorite up and coming breweries? So it doesn't have to be LA, but just maybe ones that you know that are fire, that you know mm. like maybe are pretty young and haven't got the shine just yet. Uh, Salador? Salador, mm. what's that? They're in Van Well, yeah, they're Kevin, Sarah, what up, yeah. man? Uh, Pretty I'm, amazing. Because like I, I'm, I'm not really a sour person, but you know, like Dry River is great in Salador uh, as well. I think they, yeah, their beers are just so you can feel the love in every single beer that you have, the like depth of flavor, the complexity. Um, yeah, so I would say Salador. Yeah. Uh, homage. Yeah. Homage and Pomona, Matt and Lauren uh, Garcia, freaking amazing. Uh, I mean, they're. Very much like Celador. They, they did probably one of my favorite collaborations. Uh, oh, God. The, uh, the Matsumoto, uh, yeah. I think it was. Like the rice lager? No, it was, a, it, was on, it was a sour on spit nectarines, I believe it was. Oh, okay. nice. And peaches. Yeah. Oh, my God. It was amazing. And it didn't make my nose sweat. But, <laughs> so but, uh, yeah, like yeah, they, they, but will they incorporate um, a huge element of music, you know, almost like that grunge um, punk element to it, yeah. and their their look is just so beautiful. Um, you know, when you step into their space, it's just uh, it feels warm and welcoming. And again, like you're walking into, you know, in my opinion, like India is like if you walk into your college dorm room, right. but you still feel comfortable, and you just feel like you know, yeah. sitting and playing some Super Nintendo. Like you know, homage is like walking into like you know your, you know, uh, you know the. I don't know how to describe it. It's just a beautiful, warm feeling, yeah, you know, yeah. and it comes out in their beer. So that, that's my brewery to look out for. All right. Fuck yeah. Favorite beer city, destination, or country? There's somewhere specific you would go for beer. And it could be here. That I would travel for beer? That you would travel to if you have traveled to, then you're like, yeah. that place is... Portland. Maine, Maine or uh, uh, Oregon? Oregon. Yeah, it's phenomenal. That's like cliche. That's like the easy answer. It's a lot of easy answers. Yeah, a lot of easy answers. I love LA, man. Yeah. I, I think I think anytime that I fall in love with a beer style from another city or another state, we're either on the cusp of doing it just as good as them or better. Right. So, yeah. um, you know, I really advocate for the city. Um, I think we're doing some special beer. 
and the community, it, you know, very much like everything in Los Angeles right now, is starting to really, uh, you, know, get, you know, get into their stride and discover their own signature and their own identity versus just being a city full of transplants. So, Los Angeles, baby. Some of us are from here. Me too, brother. Yeah, I know, that's what I'm saying. I think that's like, I, well, that's just like, it's gonna lead me into a tangent. Um, and I hate that, like, we are a city of transplants, but like, there's so many real people that have, were born here and live here and have like, this is home, you know? So, yeah. I, like, it's always weird to me when people are like, oh my God, you have, like, you know, people that are from here? I was like, yeah, I'm from here, you know? Like, obviously, yeah, yeah. yeah they're like, oh, I've never met anybody that's actually from LA. Yep. Damn. That's crazy. They even have a, a term like LA proper. Yeah. Like that wasn't like a thing growing up. Yeah. Like I'm from LA proper. <laughs> what is that? What's that mean? Yeah. <laughs> give, give me cross streets. Yeah. 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 LA proper. Interesting. People in San Diego yeah. said the same thing because like no one is from there either. Everyone yeah. just goes there. Yeah. Just, maybe just because it's the weather. Like people are just drawn to like these places. Yeah. Yeah. Wake the hell up, man. Freaking all getting all quiet and somber and shit. Sorry, okay. Wake up. Wake up. So it could be a place, could be a brewery itself, maybe even a style. You think, oh, that style is like, no one gets the props, whatever comes to mind. I know it's a tough one. Look, wow, everyone's yeah. quiet for a yeah. second. Yeah, I know because uh, I would okay, have to you. say uh, Wynwood. Wynwood, Miami. Yeah. Um, I think. I'm not sure how underrated they are, okay. um, uh-huh. but I know like uh, JW yeah, Wakefield. Yeah. Um, you know, you got Concrete Beach, which is a, which is a part of uh, the Alchemist family, Angel City, and Boston Beer Company. Um, uh-huh. You know, uh, yeah, I, I'd have to say they're probably on the cusp of really blowing up right now. They're they're doing some special beers. Nice. Now. All right. Hell yeah. I say underrated styles, Ambers. Oh, the, the underrated styles. Uh, and it, it can be anything. It was oh, like, that was loaded. That was like, Burial Country. Yeah. Wow. So if you pick the city, the there it is. Yeah. Yeah. Amber's it. No one's yeah. ever said that. I think it's just because, like, Amber? At least out here it's underrated because, like, nobody fucking brews them in Los Angeles. Like, is it boring as shit? Fuck that. Dude, hey, look, my, the first, one of the first beers I fell in love with was a Blazing World from Modern yeah. Times. Yeah. That is, that is it's like a hoppy amber. It's, it's a hoppy amber. Yeah. I mean, yeah. But I'm over it now. Damn! You hear that, Tiff? He can just Adam. be over shit. <laughs> over it. <laughs> <laughs> bullshit. I'm fickle, bro. Fickle yeah, motherfucker. Fuck as fuck. Um, I just think there's like a huge demand for him out there and nobody's doing it. So. Really? Yeah. Interesting. At least out here. I feel like someone also said for the other question about um, the, the trend, someone said like English style beers, like whether it's IPAs or like yeah. waffle and stuff. And I feel like Amber kind of comes in that like cyclical right like, it can't, yeah it's not like an English like, amber not like cask amber not quite but I feel like it comes shout out to that. It's, like, it's like those beers where like you like you come from the fizzy lagers like the, yeah. you know, the, whatever macros and then amber was my first one I was like oh my god this is amazing right, right. because it's not offensive a little bit hoppy a little bit fruity whatever it can go more both ways it can be more like malty it can also be hoppy yeah like, and it's not off-putting for the new person right, right. I feel like they have a real special like a real important place mm. in converting people from macros yeah. to craft yeah yeah but for once you've sort of crossed that bridge, I always sometimes I'm like, oh wow, this is really good. But for the most part, I feel like there's too much of this stuff that needs to be discovered. Yeah. While the trend's hot and I'm finally able to have access to yeah, it, absolutely. that I just don't give a shit because the Amazon's not going anywhere. Yeah, they'll and be I, here. Yeah, if anything, they're gonna come back. But that's actually yeah. a really good answer. 
Some people have had like I was on a fucking beer, dude. Yeah, that's called getting put on the spot. So I had a, I had a barrel aged porter in Syrah barrels from Fig Mountain that has always stood out in my head. Like I never forget that beer. Usually at night I go down and I think about that beer a little bit. Then I can fall asleep. All right. Yeah. Good night. So that was that was phenomenal. Cause I, I'm not like huge dark beer person, but then with the like the straw barrels and like the whiny aspect of it, yeah, it was nice it was something special. Yeah, that's amazing. Sounds great. You got some? You know, I think it's you kind of have to tie it in with an experience. No, hundred um, percent. So, so for me, I would have to say probably one of the best beers that I ever had um, was a pale ale from Freem in uh, Oregon. Freem. Okay. Um, P F R-I-E-M. Hmm. And it was like my first time in Portland and the guy just kind of, you know, I, I was hanging out at a friend's house and the guy just kind of came out of the blue, you know, because yeah. everybody just leaves their doors open in, in, in Oregon and yeah. Portland and he just like pulled out these two pints of Freem <laughs> and he's like, this is my favorite beer and I don't know you but I want to share it with you and that's amazing. That's awesome. It, it was it was it was a really special beer. So, Beer's the best. Eh? Yeah. Yeah, Beer's really the fucking cool. best. Yeah. yeah, it makes me happy. Cause shit like that happens. I have this yeah. beer and I want to share it with you. Yeah, I want, like I want to. Cool I want yeah. you to feel what the fuck I'm yeah. feeling, which is cool yeah. and comfortable yeah. and relaxed. Yeah. And happy. Let's yeah. share that together. Yeah. That's the coolest thing. It's fucking. Even that's like, the secret of life. Yeah. Figure out what makes you happy and share it. Yes. What's the point? Keep it to yourself. I love it, man. That shit makes me happy as hell. First beer you ever brewed was probably. First beer I ever Unless brewed you was it was like a pale ale I want to say or an IPA. How was it? It was awful. <laughs> Fucking horrendous. Like yeah. just a total gut bomb. Did you do that? gut bomb? Ooh, I like that. Yeah. Did it you was, like? Would you use like an extract kit or something? Yeah, it was like the <laughs> fucking best. twenty dollar homebrew yeah. kit from like Northern. But fuck them now because they're blah, blah, blah. <laughs> um, But like, you know, uh, yeah, something like that. And I just read the directions from that. I hadn't done any like reading or studying on like how to have a beer. Yeah, so it was like, um, and then boil your wort for 20 minutes. Add your hops. Okay. Yeah, I was, like, right. I was like, all right, that's a weird number. But I was like, sure, like I trust you. You're a piece of paper that came <laughs> in this kit. Like these are the directions. That, 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 that's what you put your trust in, people. Yeah, yeah. Pieces of paper. paper. Pieces of paper. Box. Yeah. Fucking solid. Believe in it. Believe it. And then you can own a brewery one day. Look, <laughs> James Conner is living proof. Uh, I kind of, I kind of cheated because uh, my first brewing um, experience came on a commercial system. Shout out yeah. to LAL Works in Hawthorne. Um, I, I pretty much admitted to them that I never homebrewed. And that I created a platform that talks very much about the advocacy for brewing and home brewing and brew culture and beer culture. And I had never brewed. So they were like, come, come over. over. Come over, let's yeah. And I ended up leaving my job and working there for six months. Oh, no. So, yeah, yeah. Well, not as a, I was a seller person. Okay. Straight up. I would never take that title. Okay. I was a seller person. I was milling grain and. Yeah, filling cans, yeah, cleaning cans, yeah, 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 freaking cleaning the sink, pre-brewing, yeah, 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 yeah. but but um, the process was invaluable. 
That's crazy, um, right? You know, I think it really taught me what it means to be attached to the process yeah. and how you obsess about it. You know, you damn near, you lose sleep thinking about whether or not if you, you know, if you pitched the right yeast, if uh, it was working by the time you left, if everything was sealed up. And, yeah, yeah. You know, it, it's it's a it's a, an obsession. So, yeah. Yeah. So, so my first beer was an IPA. Yeah. Yep. Man, Straight that's cool. No one's ever said that. Like their first beer was uh, yep. really commercial. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. That's how it's sick. It's badass. I love it. Uh, death Row beer slash meal pairing. So your final beer. Oh, I thought, a sugar night, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm like, Death Row, you in LA, man. Yeah. 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 Right. Like, that motherfucker would roll through the double doors like you can start punching on motherfuckers. It's a Death Row beer, motherfucker. Join us and die. That's a great. That's a good brand, though. A grand one. Yeah. Great brand. Yeah, too. you could do death row beer, man. <laughs> death row beer. I, 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 I smile. I smile way too much to do a death yeah. row beer, man. Yeah, it'd be yeah. like yeah. ironic. Wait, oh yeah, that's true. Like, come up like in the electric chair, smiling. Yeah. <laughs> Like live, live. Yo, uh, yo, I better like fucking <laughs> copyright that shit before yeah, this yeah, airs. Yeah, we'll, we'll scrub that out. Fuck, okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah. take it. it. He's really big. He'll fuck you up. I'm scared. <laughs> yeah, okay. We have pythons. Question: um, Death row beer slash meal beer. Slash what beer? Meal. So maybe like okay. the beer you'd like to go with the last meal. Maybe you could go with sour, like you know, sweat out just to piss him off. <laughs> fucking like, short, with it. Fucking short circuit the fucking <laughs> yeah. like, yeah. lightning bolts coming out. I would definitely, I would definitely go West Coast IPA, yep. and then I'm going with fucking lobster. All right, because why not? Why not? Going yeah. with what? Lobster. I get well. Good enough. Ooh, last beer. I feel like a dumbass because I like these are like the bend your favorite beer kind of questions. Yeah, no, pretty much. But doesn't what not what's okay. your favorite beer? Like maybe you want something really special that you wouldn't normally have. Maybe you go out and you pure stats. Bro, you know what? I'm going to say it. I wish I could make myself that complicated by saying this so I'd have a canteen. Dude, <laughs> give me my favorite beer. Give me a Pliny. Yeah. You know, not even a Pliny the younger. Give me a Pliny the elder. The regular one? And a fucking bone in ribeye and, you know. Light it up. Good. Light that shit up. Yeah. Right. Flip the switch. I like that. <laughs> favorite styles of brew. Once again, could go either. Favorite styles of brew? Style to brew. Oh, so when you're um, playing, what uh, would be like? You know what? <laughs> it, and, and it sounds funny, but but I think the favorite style, the funniest style, is to brew the brew this hazy. Yeah. I, I think it is so meticulous the amount. It's ridiculous the yeah. amount of hops that goes into the shit. Yeah, and it's it, all on the back half. It's yeah. never it's never in the boil. Uh, yeah. that, that, a little bit in the whirlpool, and then everything into the fermenter. Right that now. that and then all the proprietary elements of it yeah. too, because it's like you're brewing something that's going to be shipped to the Pentagon and shit. Yeah. Uh, because a lot of it is that proprietary. Right. You know, um, the the yeast that they're using, the adjuncts that they're adding to the mash, or you know, the process. So. It's a one. It's an honor to kind of see it and actually do it, um, but to just to watch the process evolve because I don't think yeah. you know throughout the process of the fermenting, I don't think I've ever seen a, a beer change so many times to end up yeah. being so amazing and balanced and mouthfeel and not that it's my favorite style, but it's it's probably my most interesting and fun beer to brew. Hell yeah, it's a great answer. Yeah, it's, I don't know how I can top that. Uh, I, I quit. Yeah, I quit. Done it. Well, no, to you, you drop. <laughs> yeah. Yo, you agree? Seriously? Yeah, I'll agree. Oh, yeah. 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 Or, well, I mean, like, West Coast, too, just because I. Uh, 
I do I do appreciate what goes into New England so I think that like everything Theo was saying it is it is different it's a totally different way of thinking about brewing a hoppy yeah. beer uh, so I appreciate that because um, it's not the hops aren't the the, the bitterness isn't the focus the essence of the hops are the focus which is really cool well and one thing one little caveat I'll say is one of the reasons why I love the West Coast IPA so much is because of the process. Yeah. Um, I think it's probably one of the only styles that you can identify whether or not a brewer has, has done everything that they could in order to make sure that this beer was perfect in terms of the clarity, in terms of it being flawless, in terms of not being able to taste um, all yeah, all flavors and everything. So if you have a beer, a West Coast IPA, it will look and it will taste the the head on it will be perfect. It'll the lacing. I mean, it, now I'm starting to go beer deep. Hey, do it. Yeah. But but um but but it's you know I think it's one of the most perfect styles um, that to judge. It's fun to judge, yeah. and uh, you know not to confuse it with my favorite beer to brew. Um, but I thought I would add a little bit of context yeah. on why that's my favorite beer. Not sick. It makes complete sense. Uh, the last one is worst beer Every beer that. Yeah. All trash. <laughs> yeah. Just yeah, yeah. Like, oh I am not the I am not the brains behind the product here. <laughs> just the just the looks. Just the looks. Yeah. The face. Yeah. The the like the, the scraggly beard. This is since September first, so I think I'm. Uh, dude, it's coming in nice. Yeah, I'm like yeah, six yeah, weeks dude. in, dude. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. I've been like. Game of Thrones. Yeah, so sorry. Coming. I've been like touching it the whole time, but I'm like really impressed with myself. Let uh, it keep going. Yeah. Just be big and be bro. I just need to fill in a little bit. I still got nice little spots in there. Just brush it. I kind of like brush it. Yeah, get, get, like get, get the there. Trump come over in the beer. <laughs> so I keep bringing up Trump. Spray it go, go, go to a black barbershop and get him to edge it up all Ooh, nice. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Okay. Dude, that, uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Look, looking like new kids on the block and shit are like... Yeah. Dunny Woolworths. Real, real nice lines, real clean. Yeah. 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 I would love... I get the, I'm going to do like a little tiny lifting though. Like, really? Like, like, yeah, like just right so like it looks like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like DJ Khaled of beer. Yeah, 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 that's right. They go nuts. Now, I mean, Craig David. He's up. Oh, yeah, yeah. The real thing. Oh, I used to have the ice picks. I used to wear the ice picks. But, like, all the way down. All the way down. Oh, no. I didn't do the chin strap. I I bet you fucking had a chin strap. Fucking Google that shit right now. Even (laughs) Tiff is like, fuck yeah, you had a chin strap. No, no, it was the Craig David joke. Look at like. It was the whole way down. It was just like a one real thing. I was really hot. I, I cannot wait. Hey, like, like, like Tim, yeah, I need, I need you to pull the picture and like, and like, and like pop it up. Like, like do some some posts yeah. and put it up like right here. It made it like a half a centimeter. It's impressive. It was gangster. Yeah, super. Fucking like Backstreet Boys. No, I'm sure. I'm just trying to picture it. It was back in 2000, bro. I was a child. Relax. Fuck. Parachute pants and everything. That was the 90s. I had the parachute pants. But I bet you still had a beard. I didn't get a beard oh, until... Oh, my fucking nose. Like cross colors. Oh, yeah. Yo, we got like... We had that back. Dude, that's way before me. Mom wouldn't so. let me get the... Yeah, <laughs> they got cross colors in like well, 1998. Wait, where are we from? They had 98? No, I'm sorry. I'm talking about like 91. Like, well, You're the real deal, man. Look at that, that gray hair. And anyone, I was uh, six years old. You're a child. Five years old, yeah. Oh, we child. <laughs> I like it. Look, you got well, it. You guys have dope brands, and I mean, that's like I said, we get to drink. Beer, 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 shit. Yeah. Hey, yo! Shout out to my girl, craft beer Breezy. 
Yo, Breeze, uh, shoot, uh, probably one of the most amazing. Yeah. Sorry, it's a brewery here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah man. Repping it from LA. Yep. Yeah, straight I like that. I think there needs to be more, like, that's the one thing, the gender divide in, uh, in brewing is just ridiculous. Like, yeah. I, I really like it when I'm seeing a lot more women, like, we, starting on Instagram. Yeah. Be, uh, We're like 60 40. We're like trying to get to like 50 50. Really? 60 yeah. 40? Yeah. That's, yeah. 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 that's unheard of. You're between like Alex, Devin. Yeah, Freaking. I mean, uh, Eagle Rock is kind of like yeah, team. Yeah, uh, I mean, there's a lot of women in beer in LA. Yeah, uh, but here yeah. specifically, like, Small. Like, between like the brewery and the, the tap room, mm-hmm. um, yeah, we try to try to balance it out uh, with not just, just white dudes. White dudes, and dudes. Yeah, that's yeah. a bit old. But yeah, yeah. For you need to work That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't want to be around. Yeah, you, like that's not nice to get there. That's that. That's that brewing sky. It's oh. like super white. Oh, how do you have like you look up the Canada tan. Yeah, I told you the beach I feel is like far away. Been, oh, yeah, true, but just because I have sun and blue skies, and that's true. Trees, it's just like I'm happy for no reason here. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Dude, vitamin D, baby, it's, it's real. It is. It is. It's, it's a, a it's, a, it's a whole thing. Yeah, yep. it exists. I'm, uh, I'm definitely jealous of uh, you because like, we're looking at the, the weather for Canada like next week. We're not going back next week, thank God. But like it's snow already coming. Right? Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be like soon, a few weeks away. And, and my thing is, if I can find what you have in your city that is supposed to be the best thing in your city. My city? Why would I leave my city? Yeah. I, I, like I could, I could go get the snow. I could get yeah. the sand. I could get the. Yeah. You guys have everything. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's a very you can ski, mountain bike, and go to the beach all in the same day. The same day. Yeah. And hit a bunch of brewers in the lake. That's true. Yeah. Cali, for the win. Um, guys, thank you so much for. Yeah. Uh, but uh, where can we find you guys online? Oh, look at this. No, you said, you please. Please. At Dopenak. Yeah. spell out the end. Uh, Dopenak.com. Uh, check us out. We got events going uh, pretty much throughout all of 2018. Um, and we're going to be traveling as well. Yeah. Uh, we'll be hitting New York. We'll be hitting Miami, uh, Chicago, Portland, going up north to Northern California. So look out for us. Yeah, nice. And uh, we're at Indie Bruco. On Instagram, I'm Indie Brew Connor. Ooh, uh, and then, and see what you did there. You like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. Good. I just Superhero. changed it back. I like I. It was yeah, my son's so account for a minute, and then I was like, I'm taking that nah, shit back. I got that back. Yeah, yeah. You don't need that. Um, <laughs> and then you can find our tap room at 2350 East Sunrise Street, uh, Los Angeles, California 90023. Boyle Heights. That's amazing, guy. Thank you. That was fucking hilarious. Yeah, I uh, really appreciate it. Um, if Thank you enjoyed you. the episode, chuck us a thumbs up on YouTube, hit subscribe down below wherever the hell that is. Follow us on social media at BAOS Podcast and check out the long form audio like this. This is a little more ridiculous than it generally gets. Now I've got to keep this bar high. Thank you very much for that. Hit us up on Apple Podcasts and wherever you get your speaky audio things. That's it, y'all. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.